Hodge. Welcome to our latest Guitar Noise podcast. As always, you can find Guitar Noise at www.guitarnoise.com on the internet. Get your guitars, some paper, and let's get started. going to have to forgive me again. Um, teaching means that you're in contact with lots of people and lots of kids. And kids get cold and sore throats and they spread them to adults. And so if I sound a little, eh, that's just because my throat's giving me a bother. But no big deal. And we can move on with what we're going to be doing. And in case you have no idea what we're going to be doing because you haven't looked at the podcast page... Um, we are going to be working on an old Irish song called The Star of County Down. It's, um, it's a, one of the traditional Irish songs that a lot of people like. We'll be starting with the basic chords and arrangements and then adding little bits and pieces that we've been working on throughout the podcast to come up with an arrangement or two that you might enjoy. Likewise, you are also encouraged widely to um, try your own ideas out and see how that works as well. Okay? Now, on the Guitar Noise blog page or the podcast page, you will find a chord chart for this. And we're going to walk through it basically right now. There's a verse and a chorus. It's a fairly slow song. It starts out on a pickup beat, uh, which means that the song actually starts on the fourth beat as we're counting it until one and two and three and here two back bridged. So it doesn't start right on the one. But when we get to that one, we have three beats of E minor. One and two and three and. Then a beat of A, four and. Then two beats of E minor, one and two, and two of B minor, one and two, and back to E minor, one and two, and three, and A, and E minor, A, E minor. Okay, let's work out that first line one more time. Actually, first two lines, if you will. One and two and three and four and E minor on two, three, A, E minor, E minor, B minor, E minor, two, three, A, E minor, A, E minor. Okay, still with that. As in most songs, we're in luck because that second line ends up being repeated as the fourth line of the verse. So the only thing that we're missing is the middle part, and this line will also get repeated in the, at the start of the chorus. So see, you don't have to learn all that much when it comes to memorizing these things. So the third line goes to G for two beats. One, two, D for two beats. E minor for two beats. Then B minor for two. And then back to E minor for three. A, E minor, A, E minor. Cool. And that's our verse. 
So what we're going to do is we're going to just take the verse very nice and easy and just get ourselves comfortable with it. And again, forgive the singing. I would love to blame it on the throat, but yeah, it's just the way it is. So one and two and three and near to Bambridge Town, in the county down on a morning in July. Down a boring green came a sweet Colleen, and she smiled as she passed me by. Oh, she looked so neat from her two white feet to the sheen of her nut brown hair. Such a coaxing elf had to shake myself to be sure I was really there. All right, you with? Try it again, this time without the singing. So one and two and three and four E minor. One, two, three, A E minor, B minor, E minor, two, three, A E minor, A E minor, G, one, two, D, E minor. B minor, E minor, A, E minor, A, E minor. Nice. Okay. Now, I always like to have an introduction, simply because of the fact that it also gives you something to do in between the verses. And since we are starting and ending on E minor, and then the chorus will also end in E minor, which is kind of nice. So let's start with a D minor chord. Now let's give it two beats. One and two and. Then on three, we're going to take our finger that's on the second fret of the D string, which is E, all right? And we're going to slide it up two frets to make it an F sharp. All of this last bit is going to be eighth eight sixteenth notes, okay? The last two beats, we're going to do it in sixteenth notes. So when we hit that E note, before we slide it, we've got to let it last a sixteenth note. Three E. And then we're going to hit the rest of the strings, the open strings, the G and the B. That's the last half of three. So the entire beat of three is going to be four sixteenth notes, starting with the E, slide to the F sharp, the G, and the B. Three and... Now four, we're just going to come straight up the string, starting with our E string, high E string, ending back with that F sharp. So three and four and... Okay. Three and four and... And then getting back to that E note for one. So taking this very slowly... One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and and three and four You can hear the 
this is a cool little riff. You've probably heard it used in a number of songs. Two that come to mind immediately are Joan Baez's Diamond and Rust and uh, Welcome to the Machine by Pink Floyd. So, again, this is just something that you can keep in your pocket so when you know that you're sitting on E minor for any length of time and you'd like to do something besides just sit on the chord and you have a little riff that you can use. It's a, it's a handy thing. A very easy variation of this would be to just open up all the strings um, when we're doing that upstroke arpeggio. Um, so when we end up with the open D string, which also leads very, very nicely to getting our E back on the first beat of the next measure. So that would be 3 and 4 and 1 and 3 and 3. Some of you might like that better because it allows you to get your fingers up and get yourself set for the next D minor chord. So that's always something to take into account, too. Of course, you can always mix and match. Do one one way and one the other. Three and four and one and two and three and four and one. Whatever you'd like. All right. While we're talking about introductions, it never hurts to have a second phrase or something else to be able to do um, to tie things in. And also, because it's been a while since we've you know, even thought about hammer-ons and pull-offs, and it's so easy to do in E minor. So let's do something phenomenally easy. Again, let's start with our finger on the second fret of the D string. And we'll pull off and put it back on. Pull it off again, why not? And then we'll pull a pull off on our second fret of the A string. We'll hit the third fret of our low E string, give it a little tug for good measure. And then hit the open E. We're going to do all this in 16th notes as well so that we can tack it on to 3 and 4 and. So again, if we're going 1 and 2 and 3 and 3 will be the two pull-offs on the D string from the 2nd fret to the open. 3 and the first half beat of 4 will be doing the pull-off from the 2nd fret of the A string to the open A. 4 and then the second half of 4, the and, will be doing a little bit of vibrato or tugging on the third fret of the low E string and then finally hitting that open E string on one. So if we have one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and... Now you could use these in and of themselves, or you can combine them with the last introductory riff that we used, the one that used the slide from the E to the F sharp note. And let's try that, see what happens. So one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three. And 
to bed. Hmm? Of course, we can come up with variations on this as well. Um, again, let's try to do something easy. Um, how about just hammering on the open A to get the B, holding the second fret of the open A string. And then do a hammer on and a pull off on the D string, second fret. And then just hammer on directly to that second fret of the A string again. Don't even try to pick it if you can. Just let the finger slamming down on the string make the note. Now remember, 4 is going to start when you pull off on that open D. So that hammer is going to be the second part of the first half of 4, if that makes sense. So you've got 3 and 4 and 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and 1 2 and 3 and 4 and 1 Again, we can combine all of these in different ways and shapes and forms in order to come up with something fun. So one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and two and three and four and one and two and three. Not too bad. So let's start concentrating on the verses. In the first line, our first measure has three beats of E minor followed by a beat of A, back to two beats of E minor, and then to B minor. And let's talk about that B minor for a second. There are lots of different ways of playing B minor. Most beginners will find it easier to make B minor a four-string chord like a D, meaning that we're just going to use the high four strings of our guitar. Now, for this, we're going to put our index finger on the second fret of the high E string, our middle finger on the third fret of the B string, and our middle, I'm sorry, our ring finger, not our middle finger, we just used that, our ring finger on the fourth fret of the G string. We leave the D string open, and we have this. It's certainly passable for B minor. Other people might replace that ring finger and use their pinky for the fourth fret of the G string and then move the ring finger down to the fourth fret of the D string, giving you this. And again, that's certainly fine too. Those of you who are good with bar chords, are comfortable with them, can use this basic shape and then just take your index finger instead of it going just across the first the string on the second fret, just bar it across until you get to the fifth string. That gives you your bass Okay. Now quite often we could use a B minor 7 as a substitute for B minor. We certainly can in this case. Um, it's going to sound a little different. That's going to be the second fret of the high E string again, but this time we're going to use our ring finger on it. The B string is open. The second fret of the G string gives us an A note, which is the seventh of a B minor seventh. 
D string is open, and then we get the second fret of the A string with our index finger. So you can Some people might find it even more fun with that particular one. Use the pinky to put on the third fret of the B string. In essence, some people might think of this as a D slash B. Toward the ear call. Still the same notes as a B minor 7. So there's lots of different ways to play this particular chord. Now, which one you pick is going to be one you feel most comfortable with. They're all going to have different sounds, obviously. It's also going to be a matter of how comfortable you feel with making the particular change between the E minor and the B minor. And as you get better, you'll be able to get from the E minor strength regular to the bar. start out with E minor and I'm thinking that maybe a Neil Young, Cat Stevens sort of thing where we have the first beat where we're just hitting our eight bass note with two eighth notes. One and two. And then I'm probably going to catch that chord again on the up. So one and two and there's a sixteenth note on the very last one a little catch right before the next beat. One and two and three. And three, I'm going to come down again. Three and four is going to be the A chord. Now that's a kind of rough transition. E minor to A. I mean, it's not. You, know, you listen to it, it sounds fine. that uh, I might want to throw a G chord in there on that third beat. And the reason for that is that, well, first off, it helps with a nice little bass line. One and two and three and four. And that sounds really nice. So we'd have our one and two. And on and, we're going to climb up from E to the open E string. Okay, low E, to the F sharp note at the second fret, and then to a G, and so we're not even really hitting G chord as much as we're just hitting that G note, which is part of the E minor chord, so you might not think of it as being a G chord, but that's okay. One and two. try it this time instead of when I come up to that G note and hitting the whole chord. One and two. I'm sounding, yeah, I think I like the way that sounds. One and two and three. Okay, we're getting there. Now, what I'm also thinking is that it's awfully heavy. 
thinking that that A, maybe I want to do something a little bit more than I'm doing on that A. Maybe we go four on the down. And then come up again like we did before on the same strings. That actually sounds nice too. So putting that all together and playing it kind of slowly, we have one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one. Not too bad. Let's try that again. One and two and three and four and one and two. to the second measure, we can start out the same way. We've got one and then on our two for the E minor. Why don't we go down like we've been doing and then catch the top three strings coming up. So it's two and And then for the B minor, we'll go down on three, three, and four. We'll just do down and for that third fret of the low E string like we did in the introduction to get us back to our one. Okay. Now, so the second measure is going to be the first beat being two eighth notes on the bass note. Second beat is going to be sixteenth notes. The first is we're going to go down on the E minor chord catch that high string on the up stroke followed by the open B string followed by the open G string. On the third beat we're going to go down again on 16th notes. We're going to go down on the B minor chord and then also up on the high E string up on the B string up on the G string which completes our third beat. Three and four we're going to go down on the end of four, let's borrow over a bit from our introduction and hit the third fret of the open E string. Well, actually, the third fret doesn't make it open, right? We're going to just get that third fret of the low E string, do a little bit of a um, vibrato pull on it, 
and that will release us to the open E string for the next measure. So we've got for that second measure 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and 1 and 2 See if we can put those two measures together. So one and two and three and four and one and two and four and one and two and three and four and Okay. Let's slow that down a little bit. I think that would probably be the best thing at this point. So one and two and three and four and one the same. The only difference is going to be the, last, the, fourth, the fourth measure or the second measure of the second line, if you will. We've got E minor for one beat and A for one beat and then back to E minor for two beats. So coming off of that A, you know, okay, one So why not just come two half beats, two eighth notes of E minor, one Same thing in the A there that we did in the A in the other measure. Sixteenth notes. E minor. Okay? So, let's try to put all four of this together and see how we go. One and two and three and four and Alright, 
Now let's try picking up a little bit in the speeds. One and two and three and four and one and two. We'll pick up from here next time, and we'll also talk a little bit about how to make it a little less stiff. One of the things about teaching this, as you've already realized, is that it's one thing to try to play it out in an exercise. It's another to give it a little bit more of a natural feel. So we'll get into that, too. Okay? So we'll be seeing you in two weeks. Actually, a week and a half.